What's going on traders? We're going to start a brand new series for leap options and I'm buying right now today. And over the next couple weeks, I'm going to keep buying more and more leap options on a couple stocks I love. But today is the beginning and we're going to show the account growth. We're going to be fully transparent for the next year as we hodl these options and see, can you really make money from holding options long term. Let's get into it. Subscribe to the channel, like the video. And again, we're dropping our NFTs on December 11th. So make sure you pop on the Discord to get ready for that. These NFTs are going to be attached to real world value. You're going to get access to my group if you have the Shiba ones and access to the courses if you have the fire or electric bulls. They're pretty sick and it's something else we're trying out. But here's the stock I'm looking at. Here's my portfolio on Robinhood, only $5,000 invested, but over the next couple weeks, I'm going to start adding and adding and adding more stocks and more capital, um, hopefully to top this out at thirty and 40000 So the stock is NEO, and I'm very excited to go over it and why I am so bullish for the next 12 to even 36 months on this stock. Here's the position. I do have options one year out, which is what a leap option is considered. One year till expiration, 12, 16, 2022. I'm not saying the strike price because I don't want to pump the actual option I'm holding. Please pick the strike price of your choice. Like we always say, I'm not your mother. This isn't financial advice. Please, please understand I'm trying to educate you, show you what I would do. So hopefully you guys can make better decisions in your life and stop YOLOing Tesla calls on Friday. Did I say Tesla? <laughs> All right. So yeah, we are in right now. There's the proof. And again, these options, the reason we're buying these is because they have such a large amount of time on it, such a little amount of theta. So we basically can hold leverage without losing money every single day in large percentages. But here's why. We like Neo. First off, I always pair the stock with the technicals. So I look at the stock, I understand the valuation, what it's doing, the moat, and I look at the chart and I say, hey, is this the right time to get it now? And while this looks to be possibly the right time, um, Neo is primed for a big move. But because this is an even triangle, we could break either way on this triangle. So Neo. I'm guessing it's going to break up because as you can see, we were in an uptrend. It traded sideways. Typically, you go in another uptrend. It's called consolidation. And at this point, we've consolidated long enough where I think the next leg is coming soon. The last top in NEO was last January. We have not touched that. We have not even come close to it. So we've traded sideways for pretty much the whole year. So for a stock to trade sideways that long, it just moves. It just means it's coiled for a very large move very soon. And we've seen the whole EV, the whole electric market, all the stocks move, and Neo just stayed quiet, which tells me something's really brewing with this stock. And if we look on the charts, we can also see the EMA clouds are setting up perfectly. Whenever I look to buy something on a pullback, I'm looking for something to come back to the blue cloud. You've been here. You've heard it. I'm saying it again, guys. Even long-term investing, I use the clouds. This is the weekly chart. So Neo came down to the blue cloud. 
But again, we are consolidating. The apex breakout is probably going to be in January. And then from January, I'm looking for a move back up to 60. The best part about this, the very best part, guys, is when you consolidate for this long, for one year on NEO, the range gets smaller, the Bollinger Band squeezes, which is a great setup we give in our books for free. And that means that the IV on the options is super cheap, which means the options are super cheap, which means you're paying as little amount as possible for the leverage you're getting. So at this moment in time, these options are the cheapest. You're probably going to see NEO options for a very long time. If IV spikes, the options are going to gain value as well as price fluctuation price fluctuation value as well so if neo pops it's gonna pop iv so you're making money in both ways in that scenario so this chart is just incredible for that reason i know i'm getting these options at a super big discount because of the iv crush and if iv pops again we're all gonna get super pumped up so here is some other numbers we're looking at is it reasonable is it overvalued? I do want to pair the chart with the technicals and the. I also want to look at the valuation and the um, price to earnings and stuff. So price to sales right here for Tesla is 27, for LI is 16, for XPEV is 17, and NEO is 13. So as you can see, LI and XPEV are about, are about a 20-30% move away that NEO has not made. So we've seen all the EV stocks start to go, and NEO just hasn't gone yet. And there's some reasons for that we're going to cover in a second. But because of that, I think this is one of the cheaper EV stocks out there, and getting leap options on it allows us to wait to hopefully get that valuation reflected in the future. But price to earnings are horrible, 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 because there's no earnings. Tesla is the only profitable company on this sheet right here. LI, XPEV, and NEO have not made a dime in the past two years. It's because they're just starting out. They're brand new. They have to build a facility. It costs a lot to make cars. So obviously, they're not paying investors. They're not putting money on the balance sheet. They're putting it back into the company, and they're reinvesting it. So that makes sense. That's normal. I don't know what to, I don't know what to say, guys. We're not going to see a profitable EV company in the China sector right now. But Tesla shares, we're going to compare the share count, have been slowly rising. We've seen the shares go from about 800 million to 1 billion shares. So Tesla's slowly printing more and more and more shares, making your Tesla share that you're owning less and less valuable. That's something we don't want to see as an investor. Unfortunately, NEO is just as bad. We have increased the share count by 50% in the last four months, which is horrible. That's horrible as an investor because your shares are now 50% less valuable. And the amount you can make, the market cap that goes up on a move now, is faster. So for us to move to all-time highs, we need more and more sales to justify that more hype. So here's the other thing, the opportunity. We're going to pair it with what's happening overall. Why are we so bullish on EV? Why am I looking at NEO in general? Well, you can see right here, EV was just a speckle in your father's eye just 10 years ago. And now EV in 2040 is going to skyrocket. 
This is complete capitulation. We're going to see markets double every five years. It's going to be insane. So whoever wins right now is going to have the market share for when this doubles and doubles and doubles. And we're going to see the revenue double, double, double. So we can see China is the gray section here. We're sitting at about 2.4 million cars sold per year right now. And in the next 20 years, this is going to 6x to 12 million cars sold globally. Or sorry, in China. Um, globally, we're looking at 45 million cars sold just EV, which is going to be about a 50% EV to gas penetration, which is very, very exciting. The moat, here's the moat. We do have Neo. Didn't make a dime, didn't sell a car a couple years ago, and they went from literally zero to 10,000 sales in one single month on three production lineups. So you can see right here, they're slowly adding more and more cars per month for one production, and then they added a new production, and that's consistently staying the same. So we're offering more and more models and still the old ones are being bought just as much, which is really great for the company. So if we keep stack on them on the models and keep selling the old ones, this will build us a great base and diversification for the future. In case competition comes comes in and wipes out one model, we'll still have other ones we can rely on. You don't want to see a company making all their money from one car. And there's plenty of EV stocks out there that scare the crap out of me doing that. So please be careful looking at those. But this is great growth. Just check that out. And here's what's happening. Here's why the stock's quiet. Here's why people are nervous. They sold 10,000 cars in September. The very next month, October, they sold 3,600 cars, which was 27% decrease from last year. So they have undersold their last year's cars after crushing sales every single month this year. So what happened? This is super important. Supply chain is getting screwed right now. The volatility with the supply chain is so bad. Not to mention, they're switching manufacturing lines. They're getting ready for the new car coming out, the E10. I think it's E10 9. It was in the first slide. E10 7. And that's coming out next year. So they're getting ready for this car. The production starts next year. It's one of the only um, four-door, smaller, compact cars. Um, all the other ones are SUVs. So this is going into a brand new market that they haven't touched yet, which is also very bullish. But going to the production problems, again, they're switching lines. They're preparing for new products. And the supply chain volatilities have caused the sales to drop a lot. And so that is a short-term FUD. We're not worried about it. It's here and it's gone. It, the next month, it should be not a problem. And the month after that, I'm probably not worried about it either. So we'll check that out in the future. Um, but this should not affect us more than one or two quarters. But when we transition to the E107, production is going to be screwed up just a little bit as we start ramping up those facilities. So please be aware of that. That's going to be January and February. The opportunity in general, check this out. Again, right now, 2.4 million cars in China that are sold EV, 70K. That is what we're selling per year on NEO, which is a 2.9% penetration. 
That is super low. We don't even have that much market share. And we can easily get more and more market share by creating a moat, creating more vehicles, and just get our, get, getting the name out there. So they're getting into sports cars soon. And they now have that four-door um, sedan-like car. And if they double this in, t- in six years to 4.8 million car sales, that's 140K cars sold by NEO considering the same penetration. But considering they had zero market share two years ago, going from zero to 2.9 shows us we can get more in the future too. So we can also say they could double their market share in the next couple years. Make that 6%. So now we're looking at almost a quarter million or 300K-ish cars possible six years from now. So right now, you know, we're selling 70K cars. Let's do 500% increase. That would mean their sales would be around 25 billion. And we'll get to that in a second. But that is insane. That is huge. And that's very exciting. So here's the other thing. The EV market in China is absolutely booming. We do have China growing 200% in one single year from 2020 to 2021. With COVID and supply chain problems, it's insane they made this change and they made it so quickly. It is the fastest moving market in the whole world and we do have only 25% EV penetration in China. So they have plenty of room to go to the 50% level and I think that's where we're going to struggle for a little bit. But we're heading there and looking how fast that market's moving. For Neo to be one of the leaders, one of the top dogs, they're going to benefit from this. So again, um, the sheets we're going to check out now will tell us the numbers inside the company. Um, give us a bit better picture on if this is safe, if we should worry about something, find the red flags. So I always go to the investor relations page on the website pull up all the SEC reports, and just look at what their numbers are. So we do have, these are RMBs, $54 million in assets. This is the balance sheet. I want to make sure the company's balanced. I want to make sure they have enough assets to cover their liabilities short and long term. That's just investing one-on-one. You got to understand that. Not a financial advisor. This isn't financial advice, though. But again, we have total assets being 69 million. We go to the liabilities, 26 on the short term, 41 on the longer term plus total. So that would mean our current ratio, which is 54. So we have 54 million in assets, 26 million in liabilities is about a two current ratio. That's very healthy. We want to see companies at a two. That's something Warren Buffett would look for. And so the total liabilities are 41 million, total assets are 69 million. That's not a two, but it's good enough because at least in the short term, we're covered and we're safe and we have enough. But the problem is, guys, we keep raising cash by diluting shareholders and printing more shares, throwing them on the market. And that's what's keeping the stock down. They're selling more shares and that's how they're raising the cash. So once that stops, we should be good, but in the last four months, um, they've been really beating down the stock from doing that, and that's really holding us down. But once that's done, I think we have room to run. Here's some other things I see with the company. So the moat, 
is how safe the company is long term, how safe the company could be, and how they can hold their market share, how people can keep coming back, um, why it's attractive. Basically, what keeps this company around in 10 years? I feel like I said that three or four times in different ways, but they're local. And EV local in China is huge. China wants to support their own companies. Tesla comes in, sells a bunch of cars. They don't want that. The money comes back to America. They don't keep it. So if this company dominates, they're going to give every incentive to get the Neo car over the Tesla, and they're going to make sure the money stays in China. So EV money, they want to keep it there, and Neo is one way to do it. So they're going to actually probably help out this company succeed. The other thing is super bullish. This moat is insane. 600K vehicles possible to manufacture next year. So their production facilities are insane. They have another one coming up, and these are looking primed to handle whatever needs to happen, whatever sales need to come through over the next five years. Um, like I said, we're looking at 140 to 300K cars being produced. We have the production capacity to double that so we could still see sales boom just from production capacity the ability to make more and more and more which is very exciting and then this is the other stuff the other smaller moats that um, aren't huge but they're something to note we do have the powering solution section the battery swapping is really really cool and it sets it apart from all the other companies so the tesla car Costs about eighty thousand dollars for the one I have. Um, the Model Three, I think, was fifty-four thousand or, or fifty thousand, and that's too expensive. Most people can't afford it. A lot of people are putting themselves in severe debt to get it. But what this company does is they're putting smaller batteries inside the car, so the car's cheaper because the battery is just such a expensive portion of the car. So smaller batteries, cheaper car. More people can afford it. We can get it to the masses. And what they do is if you want a bigger battery for the weekend, you swap it out. Go drive to the mountains. Go drive to a new town. And that way you swap it back at the smaller battery later. But this allows for flexibility and allows them to create those cheaper, smaller battery models for production. And also they have home charging. So you don't have to just swap. You can actually charge the battery. And they can charge it for you you just click a button on your app they come visit you and they charge your car wherever it's parked so it's a really cool thing i don't see this happening with tesla but the service in this company um seems to be really attractive for people it helps you feel safe because it's kind of scary having an ev car and wondering if it's going to crap out somewhere again another moat thing this is not huge but it's small and kind of interesting they have the Neo houses. If you own a Neo, you can go in these places and work or hang out, drink some coffee. It's kind of like a co-working space. So pretty cool, honestly. If they had that with Tesla, I totally go and hang out there and, and chill. And then lastly, that's it actually. So hopefully you guys enjoyed my leap option video. I'm gonna post another one in the next couple weeks to tell you where I'm dropping my next five to ten thousand dollars and which stocks I believe in in the long term, despite you know whatever market can come. So if you guys want to watch my last video, check it out in the video thread of me. I think you'll like it, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.